1: Look at these lick arses bringing signs. <laughs> what does it say? You expect two girls with astigmatism to be able to read yeah. that. Oh, here we go. Thank these you so much for amazing. joining us. Bandwagon's live. Brainworms.
2: worms.
1: Months, months in the making. Was anyone here at the Sugar Club March 2020? that. <laughs> Did we predict the pandemic? Reviews by Robin had a positive anti test. Shout out for her, please. Oh, Robin! Aw, <laughs> Robin. Oh, friend of the pod. We're very sorry to hear that. We love you, Robin. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, sorry. Some of you were here at the Sugar Club. Um, someone made some very uh, badly-tasted, badly that's not a word, out of taste, jokes about hand sanitizer. Yes, And you. the world shut down a week later. Definitely
2: wasn't us. Yeah. Um, oh, we're so delighted to be back.
1: And so, like, look at you all. You're all real. Yeah,
2: I thought they were people. never going to turn those lights off. I was like, no, please. There's too many faces. There's way too many faces.
1: And also, I know we said this to yesterday's crowd, the Thursday crowd. We were like, we love you the most because you came out midweek. But we you loved. guys bought your fucking tickets first. So... Yeah. Also, if you were here both nights, mind your business. It's <laughs> We love both of you.
2: Um, housekeeping? Housekeeping. Let's do it. Please share throughout the show. I love to breathing hear it. heavily into the mic. Who is? I, I was, no I oh. was. Sorry. And I'm like,
1: P-. plosive. Um, uh, we wanna, I think there's a birthday girl in the house tonight. Mm-hmm. I think. Or oh, maybe several. there's multiple birthday girls, yeah. but only one friend wrote to me, so sorry other birthday girls. <laughs> um, a big happy birthday to Rachel Ockin, who's 20 today. Yeah! Yep, Rachel. You're a child, go home. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, please share. We're on Instagram as well, but I actually wasn't our star. i all going yeah. to into this live, to be perfectly honest. So. Take loads of
2: pictures and videos, we really don't mind.
1: Um, as you mentioned, the show is called Brain Worms. I did order a hat, it just never arrived in case anyone was like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, <laughs> and this happens every like... year. Every year she shows up and it's like, we agreed on this, but I, did, I didn't do it in the end. But it's did fine. you say it
1: looks like Magic Mike? Me? Yeah.
2: No, when, oh, no I say, wasn't. Oh, really I was someone else. Yeah. Someone yeah. else is in it. It's very rodeo. Anyway, <laughs> the show is
1: called Brain Worms. Oh, yeah. Which, I, we had an argument about this because I thought it would be funny. They were like, you can name the show. I yeah. was like, So basically, yes.
2: our promoter, Brian, he's here somewhere. Love said, you, Brian. Love you, Brian. Woo. He's Woo. the best. Get over, Brian. Yeah. Um, he said, man. basically, do you want to name the show anything? And we were like, what do you mean? He was like, you can name it anything you want. And we were like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The two worst people to trust with that. Yeah. So we went with brainworms, which is something Fenella says all the time. Um, and and we're only, desperately infected with Yeah. Them. Only when I sat down to like research this show did I Google what it actually meant. Definitions um, of brain worms. So we're going to take you through some some of the best.
1: Uh, brainworms: A phrase to describe someone who is cognitively <laughs> degenerating. Cinema, cinnamon. Synonym. Synonym of going off the deep end can have varying degrees of severity. I would say we are at probably the severe end. Yeah. And that was before the pandemic. There's another cracker. Uh, a microscopic parasitic roundworm that infests the brain of large hoofed animals, such as deer.
2: Oops.
1: Worms for brain. Reaction to somebody saying or doing something insanely dumb. Insinuating someone as literally worms instead of a well-functioning brain. <laughs> that's the most accurate, I think. Example. Jessica went back to her ex again. Worms, worms her, her brain.
2: Jessica. Don't shout for
1: Jessica. She's a Jessica. last cause. <laughs> brain worm. A persistent delusion or obsession. A deeply ingrained or unquestioned idea. Which is the best summary of the podcast I've ever read, yeah. to be honest.
2: I think that's the best for this for this particular show and this particular topic, I think this is a good, yeah. a good definition.
1: We should have asked a lot more questions about this podcast, but here mm. we are. Here we are. I don't know. It seems lab. to
2: be working for us. Let's just keep going with it. You're all gorgeous.
1: Um, will I, will I put it to our audience to see if they know what tonight?
2: Yeah, but I told be. a lot of people to don't guess if you know. Don't guess if you know. <gasps> That's not fair. Any guesses? And I'm not singing tonight. No music. <laughs> no music you're all, tonight.
1: Sorry, you're all very quiet, and you were shouting for the interval backstage. You all heard, she. You're like, yes, yeah, drinks, and I'm asking for guests, and you're like, mmm. Breed, I love you.
2: I love you too. Do, do you do you love me? Yeah. Would
1: would you say we're
2: a big fat happy family? Hit the track, vanilla. I love you. Everybody, you love me. All together. We're best friends like should be. You're all soft. In from me to you will you say you love me too Ooh. Aww, Aww. Aww.
1: Now, We are talking
2: about Barney and Friends I have a bone to pick with people Because I had a different version Of this theme tune When we were in primary school I put it on my Instagram I don't know if you saw it recently But basically Fanula had no idea What I was talking about So what we used to sing was No, Barney is a dinosaur from Our imagination, Barney is a what, dinosaur what is that, from then? our is it's imagination.
1: Not this? I think that's just a dinosaur. like of a soundtrack? No, was was that that's the old one
2: tune, yeah, right. Well, anyway, that's the bit they sing at the end when we're like, This was class. I think the original tune was like a parody of Yankee Doodle, yes, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> so in our schoolyard, we used to sing Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination, he's big and fat and full of crap, and that's the situation, yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of variations. Let me bring We him never up. had this. Can anyone in Cove who was here tonight
1: confirm? Did we ever do this? Sorry, who the fuck are these fake Cove people shouting? <laughs> my there's not that many and, people in Cove. Like a, a handful of my friends are here and the rest of you are imposters. Uh, what Bar- other ones were
2: there? Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. Stuck his fingers up his hole and died of <laughs> constipation. <laughs> who had that one? I thought this was going to be the night show. My mom is here. Yeah. Uh, slipped on grass and broke his ass and died of <laughs> constipation. Why are kids just obsessed with shit? Like, <laughs> you are, too. Can yeah, you actually, like I kept telling everyone actually, last night that they had shit on their ass and she thought it was the
1: funniest thing? <laughs> there is nothing then just being like, no, we'll get into it later. Anyway, but
2: prime uh, joke. Very uh, funny. I hate you, you hate me. Let's all go and kill Barney with a punch in the back and a bullet in his head. Sorry, kids, but Barney's dead. Sorry, I, I do remember that one. Yeah. I do remember that one. That's uh, pointed. There's a lot of variations of that. It's like, I love you, you love me, let's go and kill Barney with a baseball bat and a four by four. No more purple <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> I love the English language. Yeah. What a beautiful language. Uh, there's a few just variations of the constipation one, like stuck a, stuck a pencil up his I ears. think people get it. I, I would say,
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. I do think people get it.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny,
1: take your dog relax. Anyway, um, there's Breed in all her uh, regale as well.
2: Oh, I'm so cute, sorry. Um, Somebody take a picture for my mom.
1: Very, sorry, very annoying though, because I was, uh, when I say, do you know, you know that clip of Demi Lovato? And they're like... Oh, no, you don't get it, I'm obsessed. I, no, they're like, I love this man and I have to have him. That was me with Barney. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> I loved him. I went to school with an American accent for two years because of him, I would say. Yeah. And my mom will confirm that if you ask her after. That yeah. was, but like my junior-infant teacher was like, are you okay? I was like, da, da, da. She's like, all righty then, okay. Um, I loved him. Yeah. I loved him so much. I actually don't really appreciate any criticism of him now. What incredible doing? music, incre- <laughs> an incredible recording artist, excuse me. <laughs> Um, and it's just sad that his story ended the way it did. But, you know, that's, that's nostalgia. The we're here to relive it now. The mm. constipation.
2: I mm. meant other things, but yeah, the constipation. <laughs> Not great either. Probably didn't really help. Thanks. Our first dog was named Barney. After the dinosaur? After the dinosaur. Okay. We were obsessed. Oh. Um, yeah, and I seem to have all the merch. I don't know. I have no memory of it. My mom said she got, like an old teddy bear that was a purple dinosaur but had like a yellow belly from like one of my dad's cousins or something and i thought it was barney and it was like my most precious item Aww. she was like it was it was not barney but you thought it was and it kept happy." but <laughs> she's like all right <laughs> shut up breeze <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, here's
1: a second hand teddy um who is barney tell me he is a purple anthropomorphic tyrannosaurus rex. yeah who conveys educational messages through songs and small dance routines. That's that's kind of a That's like he is the dual leap of uh, like children's cartoon <laughs> characters, you know. That's mean to do as she's learned more moves since, but like this is Barney.
2: It, literally. He can't even move his I arms that low. He actually can't. No. That's a very good
1: point. Um he is <laughs> the, the wiki of Barney is very funny. We, you know decided it's this, like, I think we do, yeah. Here he is. Oh there they all are. Way having a laugh we'll get to that green and those green and yellow fuckers just you wait (laughs) just you wait um who was bernie there he is Jeez, he's all gillette as my mum would say um (laughs) he's all gillette (laughs) yeah all all gillette if you're like all tickied up like all gillette he's he's ready he's he's (laughs) out anyway the bernie wiki is very funny because it's like it's it's like bernie is six foot Sometimes seven foot, which is just every straight male on a dating app. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two Sometimes, measurements. Sometimes, if you look like this... Barney, you don't have to lie to us. I love you. I love you no matter what you look like. Um, and then it was like... So it did all this about, like, do you know, he, uh, he's, a, he's a doll and he appears... He, like, from kids' imagination and mm. t- try to teach them, like, nice little messages, whatever. And then the next paragraph is literally, like, uh, he was born in Dallas, Texas. What? <laughs> Why does he not have the accent? Because that's where he was created. Like, he's not from oh. Dallas, Texas. He's a fictional dinosaur. But, like, it was just, like, he's from Dallas, Texas. However, he lives in people's imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, he doesn't reside in Texas. Like, he doesn't, like, declare tax there. That's yeah. all.
2: That's all up here, guys. <laughs> he was created by a teacher and writer named Cheryl Leach. Maybe she was from Texas. Yeah, um, she was. After she noticed that her toddler son had outgrown the We Sing songbook series and found other like, age-appropriate things very unappealing. So she came up with it, um, and it was like all like direct-to-video series mm. of like, Barney videos. And then PBS picked it up because it was such a success. But uh, it was Barney and the Backyard Gang originally. He was supposed to be a bear. No. How do we feel about that? But we already, no, we had a bear. We, well, he came after. He lives surely. in a big blue
1: house. Yeah, I know, but I just feel like they're two great guys in their own way, you know? I think, I think mm. the right call was made. Yeah. I okay. feel like I'm per- perhaps oversharing this episode about how much I fancy <laughs> childhood oh, children's characters. Yeah. Who was it yesterday? Who was it yesterday? Could have been anyone. Sirius Black? Yeah, but, he, yeah, but he's not a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was Hawk. sorry. Serious black. <laughs> you will cheer for anything. Oh no, it was like buckbeak or something. Oh, I did say a fancy buckbeak.
2: Yeah, that yeah. was. So yeah, cool.
1: yeah. <laughs> I had had more drinks at that point.
2: Um, he, according to the episode Happy Birthday Barney, he's two hundred million years old, or <laughs> <laughs> two dinosaur years old. Where is he getting the Botox? Because he looks great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so obviously it ran for like this is the thing so there's no actually real plot with barney like he's there there's some children there they're having a laugh everyone learns things other dinosaurs turn up nobody dies nobody lives or dies it's just all in an imagination and having a laugh no real plot but the main series ran the early 90s the late 90s then the early noughties, and then mm. kind of into the late 90s, and that's when things wrapped up but my overarching every time i think back to barney i think of the sex Like, you remember like the tree house? Oh, guys, come on, that's cheap. That's, you're better than this. You're better than this, guys. I thought last night was a horny crowd. I had mispronounced a word and you were like, You know we were inside for a very long time. no, but you know, they always had like mad cool gaps, and it just gave me like such yeah. unrealistic
2: tree expectations and some sorry, stuff.
1: sorry, this was the school. This was like the lower I, tier, but. I do I just, not remember this. I, like this it is cool the 80s, school. It? Yeah, this was like the, the older, older series. Mm. And then, look at that fucking tree house! Yeah.
2: This one I remember.
1: And they used to, have, I think you could like. Uh, send like messages up and down on a rope or something someone correct me there or They had some kind of pulley like dumbbell weight or thing and I was like, oh my god I wish that was my gap so yeah. badly. Yeah, when I win the ladder, I make Brownie my gap look like this And then we had the in the later series the caboose Which is the what only is a reason why I you know what a caboose is. What is a caboose? Some part of a train anyone want to help me here? The end of the train. The end of the train. The end of the train. But it was like an old caboose that they made into this like play area school thing. And again, I just remember being like... Look at the bike rack. Look at... Imagine entertaining people Facilities. there. Imagine having people over a few beverages. Barney's there. He's putting on his records. <laughs> Long week of work, you know. Divine.
2: I love those houses so yeah. much. Couldn't tell you
1: one thing about any of the other characters, but I just... They're impri- The houses aren't printed on my brain.
2: Yeah. Are my That's brain- why your house looks exactly like that caboose there it kind of (laughs) does you're not wrong Um,
1: let's talk about David Joyner the man in the suit the man in the
2: suit (laughs) I would I would on the chair you might
1: you you might mm.
2: yeah (laughs) so David Joyner he was the man in the suit he did not do the voice that was someone else who we did not do any research on but uh, we he went for the audition and said like he's he's a very like eccentric character let's say but he said The uh, night before his audition, he had a dream uh, about Barney. He had a dream that Barney was passed out and he had to give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation.
1: I should have reviewed this section.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On the day of the audition, he was stopped at a red light and noticed a billboard above him for Southwest Airlines and it said, breathe life into your vacation. So in that moment, Joyner decided, if I could breathe life into this character, I was going on vacation. Like, none of this really makes any sense now that I'm reading it. (laughs) Seems like he was on glue. So he originally auditioned (laughs) for the role. He was high on life. Uh, Originally auditioned for the role in 1991, replacing Barney's original costume actor, David Voss. Um, He was cast as a backup performer at that time, um, but then took over the role um, after the original Barney went away. Um, Or had difficulty staying in the costume for long periods of time because it's actually really heavy.
1: Yeah, you would imagine. Yeah, I suppose. And hot. (laughs) Not surprising. Just um, melting, it's like that scene in Succession where Greg pukes through the... Never Nevermind, they got it. There's a scene in Succession and he starts working it as like a, a theme park amusement, you know, like, mm. mi- like the equivalent of Mickey or whatever. And he's like after smoking a joint or something beforehand or like barely after smoking a joint and all these kids come up and they're like hassling him. And then he's just like, whoa! And he just like pukes all through the... <laughs> like the mouth hole for the, it's great. Watch Succession. I, please, I'm obsessed please. with it, so
2: I don't have to. Um, so the Barney gig after his Barney gig ended in 2001, he became a tantric sex therapist and spiritual healer. So now he wears way less clothing than the bulky 70-pound dinosaur get-up for work. That would be like if you're going from clothes to no clothes. That, that's yeah. quite a subtraction. Like, but apparently this is why. Like when they stopped airing Barney in 2009, they just like took it off everywhere because they just didn't agree with what David Joyner had gone on to do That's the rumor. It's like they just didn't want to be aligned with him at all So they took Barney down PBS just didn't want it anywhere um, It is on YouTube though. There's a lot They're still making it on YouTube, are they? I think so, yeah. yeah It's really hard to find the old ones. You can find really new ones on YouTube But the old, old ones are just The very old ones are like they very very were like like on shoes, obviously <laughs> it was like
1: way, 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 way back then And then it had to be yeah. uploaded to YouTube so That's David Joyner now, I think the ratings were like dog shit towards the end as well. Really? Like, yeah, I think it was like, because who, like, we got it, like. Yeah, but there's always babies. Saying be careful means that I love you. Sharing is caring. Be nice to people. Don't be a dickhead. Oh, we'll we'll like, it's all, yeah, we'll get into that. All the same lesson, like, you know. Mm. Um, is that what we're doing next?
2: It is. Heck, what a segue. The best and worst lessons Barney taught us. Okay, do you want to knock it on? I sure do. The first one is, everybody's got feelings.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about the orange guy. I know you're looking at that, being like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" So was I. He's got feelings. No stone was left unturned, guys.
2: It'll be addressed.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about it at the
2: reunion. So even though Barney and his fellow dinosaurs seems to be in a t- in a state of eternal joy. A few episodes deal with their mellow moments. A standard episode with regard to this was titled, Everybody's Got Feelings. When BJ and Baby Bop seem to have fits of anger, Barney tries to show them some empathy and tells, them that, uh, tells the kids that feelings of anger and resentment are natural. Even though one should fight such feelings, acceptance is the first step. <laughs> Magic that's, a good, was, that's a nice lesson. Magic some some of them are just following.
1: like, yeah, just, it's totally normal. Dig the head off them. Mm. <laughs>
2: uh, BJ did that to you? Aw.
1: Kick him in the shin. <laughs> Lead with anger. Lead um, with violence. Uh, the uh, next one. Not a good lesson, this one, really, no, is it? Worst. Jobs are fun.
2: <laughs> like, a lie. I'm
1: I'm really sad because when like we end up having to eat the rich, like Barney's now top of my list. Like mm.
2: you know, don't promote um, labor. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. So in the episode, When I Grow Up, it featured a young boy named Sean, and he faces the insecurity and fear of adulthood and getting a job. Oh my God, how old was this child? (laughs) I don't know, I don't know, I didn't watch it. The fear seems pretty realistic and is somewhat mature for a children's show that seems to over-romanticize all professions, even if not all these professions might be... Uh, happy at their job. Professionals might be happy at the job. Uh, but that's what makes this theme seem pretty difficult to address as there's no direct solution. So obviously, Barney decides to go down the easy route yet again and arrives at the conclusion that jobs aren't scary and can be great fun. <laughs> Shut up, it's fine. <laughs> Barney's like, stop whinging. You just have to do it, yeah. Stop whinging. Go update that
1: LinkedIn status for fuck's <laughs> sake. Right, another good lesson. Yeah, inclusivity and respect <laughs> for all cultures. Uh, 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 <laughs> so the slight change yeah. in the audience was like, oh. And then, and then everyone was like, yo, because you have to. If you didn't cheer it, that, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah. And I saw who didn't, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, Barney loved to get up, but uh, in, there are many episodes. <laughs> he did, he loved a hat. He loved a hat. <laughs> there are many episodes, uh, for example, World of Music and Any Way You Slice It. Um, any way you pardon me any way you <laughs> slice it it's a bit sexy is it?: it anyway, yeah <laughs> I don't know uh, when Not Barney explores the cultural differences of the cultures of different countries ranging from Mexico to China his universal message of peace transcends boundaries propagating a wholesome message of loving everyone despite their differences in a few arcs he also asks various children to tell him about their families and household customs acknowledging <laughs> sorry he's trying to steal their data he's, there, he's like, tell me about your house all right, Barney, um, this isn't a fucking census. And he acknowledges each response with the utmost respect, as you would expect from... Oh, Barney, my Barney. respectful king. Mm. Where's the bar for men? Here. Yeah. Through... Literally. Down at the
1: earth's core. Is as Barney we a praise? A fictional... That's a great is, point. Does Barney have a gender? That's a great point. Perhaps not. Mm. I, love, sh- yeah. I love them. Anyway. Worse. There are um, no problems in yeah. the world. Plus, there's not. Look at him in his, uh, as you said, in his state of eternal joy. Yeah. Some of us have mental illnesses, Barney, okay?
2: (laughs) Not necessarily talking about myself, but, you know, other people. Yeah. Uh, Barney makes no efforts to give the slightest hints of realities to his young friends. (laughs) At all. Even when addressing anger, he suggests teamwork to be the ultimate solution to all problems. Barney ignores the possibility that some issues might require dealing with oneself rather than oversharing it and singing it out loud with friends. (laughs) Am (laughs) I wrong? (laughs) No. This is a good one again.
1: Oh, this is a good lesson, yeah.
2: Encouraging imagination. Yeah. I don't know what this picture was. I couldn't really find one. Yeah, Yeah. where the
1: fuck is he going (laughs) out of?
2: (laughs) The shower. Oh! It is the shower. Why is he in the shower? (laughs) He's a dinosaur! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh gosh. Uh,
2: while Barney is the worst at interpreting reality, the dinosaur <laughs> is one of the best proponents of imagination. Several episodes emphasize the power of make believe and how it can serve as a good coping mechanism for children in times of stress or confusion. From mentally conjuring global adventures to building airplanes. There <laughs> are a lot right. of imaginary mentally building airplanes, I'm assuming. <laughs> 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 there are a lot of. He doesn't strike me as a good engineer. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no. That Barney encourages throughout the series. This would be helpful, especially for introverted kids who might not play outside much, or those who might not have any friends in school. Oh, when
1: well now you make oh, I was going to make a I joke. But I made me feel bad. Yeah. Um, is he a bit of an enabler? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just on hearing that description, I'm like, mm, yes. Well, you need the friend who's going to be like, oh, would you ever give over? Like, you need to be doing something. Get up and him. get on with like, it. Like, who wants to go build a plane in our (laughs)
2: minds girls okay one more more, not a great one loving oneself to an extreme what is this picture this one (laughs) i have no idea i think it's from a movie reads like you can love yourself but not too much (laughs) i fell victim to this one which
1: i also agree with i think everyone should have just just a sprinkle of shame. Yeah. Just a t- like, not too much that it kind of affects your life, but you should, you should be a little bit embarrassed. We'll talk about it later. later. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, sorry, the lesson. One should love oneself. However, if someone else's personality makes one feel there's scope for improvement, they can definitely learn from others too. Barney tends to be stuck on the belief that every child is the greatest in their own right. This might only lead to false notions of overconfidence for some. We watched way too much, Barney. I think this is, like, we're, this is our Here's origin story. the byproduct. Yeah, yeah. We can do anything. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. In the Ten episode. Ten later. Trading places. BJ and Baby Bob switch lives for a day. In the end, they load this exchange. And Barney says that they, sh- they should therefore be thankful for what they have and shouldn't desire anymore. <laughs> Not great advice after a Freaky Friday moment. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> Sometimes you do just want a
1: hug, like. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. He was flat out dishing him out though in the show. Like, he was mm. always there for a hug. Mm. Don't do it like that. Let's mm. talk about. No one would get away with hugging kids. Does that anyone much. remember Barney's Great Adventure? This had such an impact on my childhood, and then up, upon googling it, I was like devastated that this was just not as much of a thing, theatrically. So it was the only Barney movie that went to cinemas. I don't remember this at
2: all. I remember the egg, but that's about it. Who remembers this guy? Not one person. This is... <laughs> this is not sanitary
1: to have here. I have had this since I was a child. He's not clean. I, I have no idea how this got past the COVID compliance officer, but anyway. What's his name? This is Twinkin. Which again, I don't think you would get away with calling a character Twinkin in 2021, (laughs) even in Barney. Um, He features in the... plot. Oh yeah, so this is a 1998 American musical comedy. Obviously, Barney's there, he's having a laugh. First ever feature-length film. The plot follows Barney along with three young children named Cody, Abby and Marcella as they discover a magical egg in a barn. After learning that the egg is a dream maker... Oh, I do remember this. ...ends up being this lad... Barney and the gang must return the egg to the barn before it hatches. So, like, kind of a shit plot, but I remember, like, I watched this, I was like, because the egg changed, like, colour yeah. every time it, like, knocked around somewhere, and it was like, when it got to all the colours, it hatched. I, every time what it changed colour, I was like, no, this lad.
2: Oh, twinking. No, I did not do that. His coming. hair is
1: so haggard. He's so <laughs> cute. He's like a koala, but for your brain, kind of, I think. He, like again he, the whole thing of him is just that he can like see dreams and stuff and he was the only one who could see he was the only one who could see barney's dreams and then like brought them to life and then barney turned back into a doll and but then this is all there. happening in like cody's head or something isn't it no it's real life like barney but cody doesn't believe it is the thing so they're away they're away for the summer and they're like we want to have a big adventure and they the, they have the barney doll with them and cody's like Fuck Barney, like Barney's not real, what are you actually on about? And then Barney becomes like Marcella thinks of him or something, and Barney's like, duh, 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 and he's just there. <laughs> and Cody's like, what the fuck? Well, I still don't think you're that cool, whatever. And then the egg is just there and they have to deal with that. But Cody's also absolutely fully still in denial until literally the end of the movie. And he's like, yeah, no, I think Barney's cool. And then gives him a hug, and then Barney's a doll again. What's the lesson there? I don't think there was a lesson. I think it was. A cheap uh, effort at merchandising, and yeah. you know what? They won because I still have it. <laughs> um, it did like did very badly. Like, it yeah, was, yeah, not made, surprising. Made Children tw-
2: don't have money for the cinema.
1: Made twenty million dollars against a budget of fifteen million. Um, oh. Yeah, it was the third and final film to be produced by Lyric Studios before it was folded into Hit Entertainment on August thirty first, two thousand and one, and is also the only the- theatrical Bernie film. As all of the Bernie films were just direct to video productions. I was trying to look up the writer and the director. So it was written by Stephen White. He just did a lot of the other Bernie stuff. And then we had Steve Gomer who was directing, produced by Cheryl Leach, obviously the creator. The only kind of person of note from the cast was Kyla Pratt, here she is. She's Marcella there, that's her character. Mm. Kyla Pratt, here's a fun bit of trivia for you.
2: What's she um, in?
1: She's Penny Proud in the Proud family. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which we should do an episode she on. She's in something else show. as well, is she? She, she looks is, like... can anyone guess? Or does anyone know? She's Doctor Doolittle's daughter. Oh, and then she takes over the franchise. Like, guys, this did, like the, I did not have a lot to go with here. Like everyone else was like dead or not doing anything. Oh. So,
2: from that no, movie. not in a bad
1: way. They were just old. Like there was old people in the movie. Like, it and they died. Dead. Time is it? Time is it, there was like grandparents in it okay, or something. Okay. That's where the barn was. That the egg was. Okay. Anyway, I love this movie, but in hindsight, you know what? Not great. Not we had great. one on
2: VHS, and it was. Uh, What's this? Uh, this is... Who laughed Bernie's at VHS? <laughs> oh. oh,
1: it was, it was that Carl oh, Boy boy. Um, uh, too many children in this audience for my liking. Barney's great adventure. We had Imagination Island. Imagination Island was lit. You remember remember yeah. Professor? And he was like an inventor and he invented
2: loads of shit. No, He's I just sorry. remember this ship that would sail through the sky and it was like, there was a big wheel and then it, there was like at sunset, it was so beautiful. But obviously none of it was real. I don't know. I don't know what the but plot was. And then
1: was. They, met, they met him in their imagination, this lad who just invented things and was like class. How are they all
2: having this like uh, like group, like what is it, folly do kind of thing, like where they're all imagining the same weird professor?
1: And they're just on a trip, like is that what yeah, you're trying to Yeah, they're all say? tripping in the
2: same way all though.
1: The ch- all the children are on drugs. Yeah, mob like That's a mob much mentality darker. Thing.
2: Yeah. Anyway, that inventor
1: who just wouldn't share his inventions. Legend. Legendary. (laughs) And Barney had to be like, no, it's great crack if you share. And he was like, actually, yeah, you're dead right. Get off this kip of an island. Let's go. Now we have... (laughs) What is that? So now we're going to talk a little bit about, like, anti-Barney humour. Okay, sorry. So this image is, I think someone modded a a game. I think it was maybe... It's not Black Ops, but it's, like fucking, it's one of those kind of ones. You're going in shooting things. They basically modded it that you could put Barneys in it and you'd be going around corners and they're just there and you have to be like... Yeah. Shit to be doing. Anyway, I thought it was a good image to tie into this segment. Because it was such a popular children's TV show, it was parodied everywhere. And because people didn't like it because it was just like oh, Barney's so nice, whatever, like, it doesn't really
2: do anything. It's just the cool thing to do when you grow up is to take the piss out of things you liked when you were younger. Oh, yeah,
1: like, this went across, like, loads of childhood shows. Like, Barney wasn't the only one, but I think Barney kind of got it the worst. Mm. Um, uh, in University of Chicago, Professor uh, W.J.T. Mitchell's book, The Last Dinosaur Book, The Life and Times of a Cultural Icon, he notes that the program is often a target for parody and negative attacks by children of various ages adolescents and adults in the United States and elsewhere. The notion given that the show is saccharine, boring, annoying, sugary, dangerous... I would disagree with that. It's not dangerous. It's about as dangerous as, like...
2: The glamorise, like, being friends with a stranger in the park?
1: No. I remember a specific episode where there was just some lad in the park and Baby Bop was like, how are you? And Barney was like, absolutely not. Oh, really? Like <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but like I think he was just <laughs> hanging
2: around. Like. No way. There's no no I think, way they did that. I think
1: he ended up being fine in the end, but the lesson was again: don't talk, don't to, talk strangers. to strangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might be fine, but
2: anthropomorphic.
1: Who wants to take the risk? Yeah, unless they look exactly like me. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, so like Thomas the Tank Engine gets it. Everyone's seen those, like, creepy pasta Thomas the oh, yeah. Tank Engine. Story the Explorer, Bert, Ernie, Elmo. Peppa Pig, the Teletubbies. Um, Barney definitely gets to the worst. Like, he was parodied on Saturday Night Live in 1993 when Charles Barkley hosted. They did, like, a skit. uh It was like he had done a night commercial at the time where it was, like, Godzilla-themed. No, Charles Barkley. Okay.
2: Barney was not available he to would host never SNL.
1: fit runners on those feet. I'm sure, yeah. No way. Um... So he, like, faced off Barney in a, like, one-on-one thing. The Animaniacs did it. They did a satirical episode uh, about, called Baloney and Kids. And it was, like, an orange dinosaur, and they were, like, taking the piss out of him. Does anyone remember the show Dinosaurs? Thank God the elders are here.
2: <laughs>
1: Do you mm. know, it's a sitcom, and it was, like, a cartoon. You know, your man, and the baby's like, not the mama! No. If Megan Stack was here. she'd be eating this up, let me tell you right now. Um, so it was basically, they did a satire episode featuring Georgie. who was another, like an orange hippo that the baby was obsessed with. And like the dad was like really annoyed that the baby was obsessed with this fucker. And the song was, he had a song like, it was like, I hug you, which was such a dig at Barney.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and he, the dad's like, I can't deal with the singing anymore. Because so he takes the tape out that the baby has and breaks it. So the baby starts screaming, crying. Why is the dad so mad? It's just a baby. I know, but I think it that was like just... a massive overreaction. Yeah. They are dinosaurs, and it is a fictional TV show, though. I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't read too much into it. Right. It's fine. Okay. So then he ends up having to, like, bring... Because uh, the baby's, like, crying, won't stop crying. So he's like, right, I'll bring you to the mall. The mall. We're in America, guys. Any Americans here? No. No, yeah. there's not. There was one last night as well, and I was very mean to them, so strap in. <laughs> um, they go to the mall. The queue's too long. It, your man's like, right, I can't be arsed of this. The baby keeps crying. So then he tries to, he gets a costume and dresses up as Georgie and pretends to be Georgie to stop the baby crying. Unfortunately, this gets the dad arrested for copyright infringement by Georgie's people and is thrown in jail. Again, this is, this, a kid's this is still a kid's show, right? <laughs> While in jail, Earl, the dad, is visited uh, by Georgie himself, who reveals his intentions to assert his brand on the children and profit from the marketing and merchandising. Earl Escapes with the help of Jean-Claude and Brigitte. I don't know who they are. Oh. Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude and Brigitte. These are, again, still dinosaurs, right? <laughs> Members of the parents' resistance who see Georgie for what he truly is. A money-grabbing, tax-evading fraud. What? What? <laughs> With help from his friend and co worker, Roy Hess, Earl sneaks into Georgie's studio, knocks Georgie out, and goes on TV disguised as Georgie in an attempt to reveal the hippo's intentions. However, before long, the real Georgie comes on stage, and an on screen brawl ensues between him and Earl. During the fight, oh, excuse me, Roy finds himself standing before the camera and begins entertaining the studio audience by singing Brinkhouse. That dinosaur show. You- I can't spell. Basically, your man ends up going to jail, like. At the end of the episode, (laughs) it's reported that Georgie has been arrested for racketeering and tax evasion. A kid's show, parodying a kid's show, teaching them about the important things. Don't get arrested for tax evasion. (laughs) I don't even know what racketeering is now. I wouldn't have known 20 years ago. What is racketeering? You don't know. Quickly. Someone's over here. Oh, it's what Jen Shah did in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's a very there you go. Good if you explain reference. in housewives' terms, it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. And um, the other thing we had then was I do not remember this at all, but the cast is like really stacked in this. Oh, actually, oh. sorry. One other thing. This is like very early YouTube culture. Oh, excuse me.
2: Okay. I just
1: think this is funny. Like this is, I remember. I, I do remember watching this and thinking this was the funniest fucking thing ever. And mm-hmm. now I'm like.
2: Anyway, just let's we'll let them decide. so in
0: tune
2: that's so old
1: how is it in
0: tune
2: I don't like the way he's grinding on those children I don't either
1: This is all of us in the George later. Learn the routine now. That's kind of it. He just says it. Is that an axe? Oh, it's a toothbrush. We'll get to that. No. No, sorry. So the other thing was Death to Smoochie. Is that Robin a, Williams? Yeah. This is a 2002 movie that I never Aww. knew about. But it basically loosely parodies anti-Bernie humour. So it follows Former uh, children's star Rainbow Randolph, portrayed by Rob Williams, who we see here. Um, he's disgraced, um, and he's trying to sabotage this Barney-like character that replaced him, a purple rhinoceros named Smoochie, portrayed by Edward Norton, you can also see here. Then, like, this last line just totally derailed things. And later, the efforts of the Irish mob to kill Smoochie. Don't bring us into it. Don't bring us into your dirty work. <laughs> Um, at one point, Smoochie's resemblance to Bernie is acknowledged when Randolph refers to him as bastard son of Bernie in the film's final act. I've never seen it. I don't think it's supposed to be... Good. I don't think it's actually supposed to be good, but it's just funny. I never knew about We should watch this, it like. for the Patreon. Oh, good idea. Um, what's next? We're we um, talking about Bernie's mates.
2: Bernie's mates, I think, yeah. That's Let's talk about... about time. Oh, what relation are these to Bernie now? So... Because I know...
1: Riff, uh, they, okay, they are all just his friends, but I, oh, no, no so sorry. Riff
2: is apparently BJ and Baby Bop's cousin, yeah, which would so make
1: them siblings. So, BJ is, the so they're older, different colors. BJ is the older brother, and then Baby Bop is the younger sister, and then Riff well, there are is... They're different
2: dinosaurs in different colours. How can they be siblings?
1: Yeah, so just on that let's talk about Baby Bop. She's a three-year-old bright green triceratops, clearly. Mm. She made her first appearance in Barney in concert, which performed in 1991 at the Majestic Theatre in Dallas, Texas. Um, she's a good friend of Bernie's and the younger sister of BJ. She's also Riff's cousin. Baby Bop is like many precocuous children her age. She loves to carry her yellow blanket around and is almost never, ever seen without it,
2: calling it her blankie. Yeah, she really glamorized having something that you couldn't leave home without, didn't she? Yeah. I was like dying for a blankie or something. Her name is based on the words boppity bop from the song
1: Mr. Knickerbocker, which I'm not familiar with and seems Bop-bidi-bop. problematic. <laughs> um, okay, then we have Riff. So he's a six-year-old orange hadrosaur. He's older. He's older. He only came out in two thousand and six. He's a blow-in. No, he's older than Baby Bop. Oh, he's older than Baby Bop. Yeah, he's like the middle. Um, So he was introduced on some tour, and his name is kind of music that can be played repeatedly, you know, like a riff. Yeah. Because of his name, his words and his speech sometimes is repeated, most often adding itty to the end of a word before repeating the word properly, which I mean problematic. You know what ends with itty? Kitty. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Do I, yeah, it does. It does. Glad no, you I thought about confused. that. Then we have BJ, questionable name. We could never. I, I could not find anywhere. online never ever get that. Like, no. I know it's probably like it Barney Junior, but I, it's one of those things where it was like you were all in the room, and there was no one like. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna float it anyway. So he is. A seven-year-old uh, yellow protesterotops. Uh, and he, was, he made his first appearance in season two of the show with the episode, Look at Me, I'm Three, in 1993. He debuted as a six-year-old, but eventually turned seven in the national stage show tour of Barney's Big Surprise. Good for him. Still wearing the same shoes. Um, and hat. BJ is described as an impulsive dinosaur, but is always eager to help his friends. As an active seven-year-old, BJ also likes to run, jump, and ride around on his red scooter. Although he loves baseball, basketball, and soccer, it's safe to say that BJ has never met a sport he didn't like. He also likes to play drums and the guitar. This is actually just you. What are you talking about? He likes to play the drums and the guitar. You love music. He's never met a sport he didn't like. Oh, actually, sorry, the sport thing. Never mind, yeah. It was established in Come come On Over to Barney's house that he also played drums in his rock band, BJ and the Rockets. BJ enjoys... To pretend to be Captain Pickles, his superhero that alter ego, with the name being a nod to his favourite snack, pickles. There was Captain actually Captain Pickles be-
2: and BJ. It's all a bit too phallic. Phallic is the word I was looking for. He was supposed to have his own spin-off in
1: 1998, um, and it was called what was it called? BJ and the Radical Rumble Butts. Butts! <laughs> Again, like another thing went- where I'm like, they should have just had one decrepit person in that room brainstorming who could have been like. Rumble, book. this is going to be interpreted badly.
2: Um, what star sign would you say? Baby Bop
1: is clearly a Leo. Let no, let's go with BJ, just because you just described oh, him. Yeah. What? Okay, what star sign is BJ? He's a bit Gem- chaotic. He's a big... Someone straight out the gap with Gemini. Yeah, yeah he's rowdy, like Pisces. Pisces. Oh he's not, he's not. emotional. enough. Aries. Mm. Okay, guys, we can't just say them all.
2: <laughs> Appreciate the crowd interaction. Yeah. We cannot say them all. What about Riff? Riff I know nothing about. So Actually, I'm go, no one here knows anything, anything about Riff. Scorpio. So.
1: <laughs> Scorpio, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, listen, I, but as we were thinking about it, I was like, where could they be now? Like, they're not children anymore. They clearly must be at shit. So I, I yeah, call up with it. them in my mind, in imagination land. Um, this is what I think. <laughs> 2021... BJ will clean your feelings for you for a price. Um, he doesn't feel represented in mainstream media, so he said, you know what, I'm going to take things into my own hands. I'm going to start my own podcast. This it's is going. Hashtag, not all dinosaurs. He does think Joe Rogan is the second coming of Christ. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bad conversations there. Um, says he would have gone pro skateboarding only for his injury, which he never discloses, ever. Could be anything. Yeah, I can see that. Anything. Then we have... Miss Baby Bop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's hitting you up in the inbox. She's hitting you up with the hey girly. <laughs> I have a wicked business opportunity for you. Blankets, they're all the rage. She's doing well for herself. I'm proud of her.
2: Yeah. It makes sense for she her.
1: Could be, she could be getting into the money rack cheering.
2: I definitely see the OnlyFans for her. Yeah. It's just like a blanket, just covering little bits. Yeah.
1: Never any nipple.
2: No. Never Ballet any nipple. stay yeah. on.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What about Riff? What about Riff? Um, well, I hate to say it, guys. Riff is dead. <laughs> In the arms of oh, no. the angel. angel. Fly you away. Don't encourage her. In the arms. Of Fuck him. What are you pointing at?
2: What are you actually pointing at? <laughs> He's very cute.
1: Let the let the three others carry the series. What did you do?
2: <laughs> anyway. Let's talk about the famous faces that started on Barney. Yeah. Because I'm sure you can probably name the big two. Selena <coughs> and Demi, of course. I'm gonna move, you always the... got to keep an eye out for Selena. <laughs> Even as a child. So She's turned it um, up everywhere. You probably wouldn't r- recognize Demi. Um, so along, alongside their childhood friend, Selena Gomez, singer and actor Demi Lovato, also played make-believe with adults dressed like dinosaurs they played a character named Angela for the same duration Gomez was on the show. It was 2002, 2000, 2004. I loved Angela. She which was is like mean. our peak year, like 8 yeah. to 10. Yeah. Was that too old to be watching, Bernie?
1: Probably, but we clearly still were. <laughs> we're like, yeah, I loved them, yeah. Um,
2: in around 2007, around the same time that Selena got cast in Wizards of Waverly Place, Lovato landed her breakout role in Camp Rock. Oh, of course. Scene. Um, since then, she's focused on her music career, releasing seven albums since 2008. Their latest album, Dancing with the Devil, also included an accompanying YouTube documentary about their life, which we did an episode on. We did. It's good? Yeah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I remember They're it. off with the aliens now, though. They're oh, They're into that phase that's of their not, career. Let's not. No, no. Let's not. That's another Let's talk story about for about Selena. Selena. Um, so the world-famous singer and actress Selena Gomez got her start as a series regular on Barney. Do you know? Do you remember what she was named on the show? Anyone? Anyone? No, she was named Gianna from. She played a, Gianna from 2002 to 2004. She was only 10. She's the same age as us. No. Don't say that. I'm a little bash bit older. A little in. bit older. She left the show in 2004 when she outgrew the role, and then three years later landed her breakout role as Alex Russo on Wizards of Waverly Place. In the years since, ooh, Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> yup.
1: Yes, Disney Channel. Yes, magic. They will cheer for anything.
2: <laughs> anything. Um, in the years since, she has established herself as a respected actor and musician. She's also branched out as well, creating her own makeup brand, Rare Beauty, and collaborating with HBO Max, Max to star in her own cooking a show called Selena and Chef. And if that's not enough... That should not be allowed. Sorry. She recently I'm rele- sick of
1: famous people being like, I can cook. Okay, here's eight episodes. Watch me.
2: Yeah. She recently released her first Spanish album called Revelación. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, her upcoming acting credits includes, ho- include horror movie Spiral, which was produced by Drake. It's supposed yeah. to be very bad. Oh.
1: Drake produced that other movie that we saw with your man. Spree. Spree. Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, that was... What's his name? Uh, Joe, Joe. Joe.
2: From Stranger Things.
1: Steve in Stranger Things. What's, Joe Carey? Yeah. yeah. That's a bad He's, movie. He, he was good, the movie was not we got up out of our seats and it was like produced by Drake. I was like, What? That explains everything! Get me out of this cinema now! And actually, it wasn't that bad. She's supposed to be very good in uh, Only Murders in the Building, from what I've heard. Yes? It seems mainly positive, yeah. yeah.
2: Recommendation? I think, you, yeah, because I, I think it's like true crime. You'd like that, I think. Oh. um, What are we doing next? We can move on. I have a couple more. There's a couple oh. more you might not remember that were on it, but we'll recognize. So. I can't. Did you not include the picture of Debbie Ryan where she's like. No, because I tried to get them as they were on Barney,
1: sure. which was
2: hard because Debbie Ryan was like sixteen. Um, but Debbie Madison Pettis, you might know her as Sophie Martinez on Disney Channel's *Corey in the House*.
1: Corey, mm-hmm. Corey, Corey! Oh, it's a party I want, every week, baby! I want a lady, a lady in the streets, a freak in the sheets, a, a Corey, Corey in the house. house. <laughs> so I, that's my favorite tweet ever. That's like top five. Makes me laugh every single time. Uh,
2: she also played the Rock's daughter in the 2007 film The Game Plan. Um, in 2015 yeah, she landed... Truly anything you will cheer. Yeah. She landed a regular role on The Fosters and she was more, more recently in that Addison Rae uh, She's All That remake called He's All That. She was a, like the bitchy best friend in it.
1: Oh, see, cheer everything again. Yeah,
2: exactly. Boom. No, she played a baddie in it. Fuck her. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it was good. It's actually really
1: good. (laughs) I feel like that's not what you said after initially watching it. No, I thought
2: it was great. Um, Which time? And then of course Debbie Ryan, Queen of My Heart. Hey, Jesse. Known from her role as Bailey Pickett on Disney Channel's *The Sweet Life on Deck*. Um, And being
1: married to one of the lads from fucking Twenty One Pilots. What?
2: they're here. So, someone's out of seltzer. Her breakout role, however, playing teenage girl on Barney's "Let's Go to the Firehouse," which is her here play, playing teenage girl. Yeah, it she wasn't didn't her get breakout a name. role. No, no, no. She played like she was in it for maybe a second. She's way too old to be a regular. Why is Barney. a teenage
1: girl at the fire station?
2: Don't know. She seems stressed. She does um, seem very stressed. Sure, look at her quiff. I'd be stressed too. Fucking hell. Mm. She has an upcoming film with Aubrey Plaza called "Spin Me Round."
1: I love Aubrey Plaza.
2: Right round, baby. Right round, like a record, baby. We're just right here for a good round.
1: time. Right round. Right. I knew I'd get my sing song. Yeah. Bree was like, Bree was she like, we're not making them sing the songs. I was like, at every opportunity, I was like, what if we ended with this? She was no. like, stop it. No. Is that it? Yep. Oh great. Um, what are our thoughts on a live action remake of Barney? Okay, <laughs> it seems mixed. But it's happening. Yeah. You don't really uh, get to decide. This man,
2: I love him. I love him. I would, I would die for Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, Kaluuya. Not to be confused with Kaluuya.
1: Daniel Kaluuya, if in a in a in a in, a, in the future, if you're ever listening to this, I I am free. Just <laughs> when you are free, I am also give me free. A time. When you are free, I am also free. Yeah, um, he just really wants to make like a dark live action. Remake of Bernie. It's and Mattel.
2: Met- Mattel are like selling off all the rights, isn't it? That's why they yeah. are getting Barbie with Margot Robbie and oh, and, and Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Oh, and Mattel are that. like trying to cash in on all their big ca- characters now. I think yeah, makes sense. But what's next though? Where do we draw the line? I think they're done. Not they only all have toys can
1: be movies, <laughs> like you know.
2: Mm.
1: tell a lot of buzz. Yeah, I know. Let's not talk about that. We got into that last night as so. well. We yeah, don't need a buzz like your Arjun story, like. I did fancy that cartoon astronaut a bit as well. (laughs) Huge chin on him, like I was just like, yeah. (laughs) hello. Anyway, yeah, so he, Daniel Klua is working on this. We don't have any more details on it, when it's coming, who's cast. But he said, Barney taught us, 'I I love you, you love me. Won't you say you love me too? It's one of the first songs I remember. And what happens when that isn't true? I thought that was really heartbreaking. I have no idea why, but it feels like that makes sense. It feels like there's something unexpected that can be poignant but optimistic, especially at this time now. I think that's really, really needed.
2: Is it? I hope it's like get out, but just with a dinosaur.
1: Is that what people need? I'd be up for like a, a scary. Yeah, like
2: scare the shit out of me with a big real dinosaur. I, d- I don't
1: know what other way they
2: do it. Like. They'd have to, yeah.
1: There's no word on casting, but it's probably going to be fucking Timothy Chalamet. Like at this point, like <laughs> and everything, like you know,
2: Timothy Chalamet, Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. Uh, as Baby Bop, Paul, Mescal Paul Mescal and, uh, yeah.
1: audition for this as we speak. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um. That was Barney. That
2: was Bernie. We have one final clip to leave it on before the interval.
1: Yeah, we had a... Uh, it's I'm questionable. Ju- yeah. Guys, I'm Is just your mic on? What? Is my mic on? No, you can hear me. Oh, sorry. Maybe I'm just very quiet. No, you're back, you're back. Someone's turning it off upstairs because they're like, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I... Before we go for a little break, I just want to know, how how do you guys brush your teeth? Like Like this? Yeah. Okay, people are getting passionate over to the right. So Bernie had a song about brushing your teeth and about not letting the water run. Like He was like, Greta Thunberg, who could never. Um,
2: You're going to want to see this.
1: He was out of the environmental curve. But this, the teeth brushing method
2: questionable
1: I'm not, I'm not so sure girlies questionable. i'm not sure probably effective
2: but not as pretty
1: so no, now keep an eye on this guy in the t-shirt in the green <laughs> <laughs> Barney's in the back, like actually doing the (laughs) dance.